Today we're going to talk about something that I haven't even talked about publicly before. I've only talked to, about it with my friends, but the idea of how to be creative when we're coming through a pandemic and not to waste what's happened in the last 12 months. It's such an interesting season that we're in right now. It's such a, a weird time in, in culture to, to be in leadership and in ministry. So the first thing, before we start talking about anything creative, I want to let you know one thing. God is not surprised about what has happened. And he's also not surprised that you're in the position that you're in right now. God was not in heaven one day hanging out with the angels and some, somebody came running up and said, hey, God, I don't know if you've been aware or not, but there's a pandemic closing down all the churches and they're going to have to go online and they're going to rely on their creative teams. And all the entire staff is going to join the communication and the creative team and the production team all in one weekend. That didn't surprise him. In fact, he's known about this forever. And actually, he was so wise that he not only knew that this was going to happen, he knew that you would be in leadership when it happened. He knew you'd be sitting in the seat that you're in when it happened, and he actually planned it that way. If you think about it like that, God's plan for the entire course of the world was that you would be in the seat that you're in today, helping lead creatively. That empowers you in a different way. And so when I think about online church, when I think about online communications, and I think about how the season that we're in right now, there's so much that can happen in these moments. When, when humans engage in trauma, Typically, one of three things happen, okay? Uh, they, or, or uh, uh, these could be coupled. They could do more than one of three, but there's three main go-tos when we deal with major trauma in the world, okay? The first one is we run to faith. The second is that we run to innovation or creativity. The third is that we run to information, okay? So if you think about back to last March, March 8th, when churches stopped having church, uh, it was actually 59 weeks ago this week that that happened. And, and I don't, it's probably a little more than that by the time you watch this video. But at the time of recording, 59 weeks ago, um, most churches in America had to stop. Now, some of you opened up. If you live in Texas or Florida, Arizona, you are crazy and you guys live a different life. And COVID probably never even actually happened in your world. And so you started having church like 57 weeks ago. I'm just kidding. But, but for most churches in America, they've been closed for almost 59 weeks at least a full gathering. And what's crazy is it forced all of us to pivot and adjust. Now, the truth is, as a creative leader, you should always be looking to adjust before you get adjusted. You should always be looking for ways to change what you do, to enhance what you do, to, to challenge what you do, to grow what you do. You should be looking to always improve on and um, recreate based on the fact that you are a creative leader. Okay. But unfortunately for most of us, we don't do that. We get trapped and we wait until otherworldly things happen and we get adjusted. A prime example of this is the way that we program church. Okay. For the last 60 years, we've done church in essence, one way, right? Everyone came to us, come to us, come to us. Well, then 59 weeks ago, all of that changed. And for a handful of churches, they were ready for it. The way that their giving was set up, the way that their online services were set up, they were prepared for it. One of my friends uh, works at, at Life Church, and Life Church, as you know, they have the open network and they have the church online platform. And in the very beginning of the pandemic, in the first three weeks of the pandemic, 10,000 churches had downloaded the church online platform. And in the first three weeks of the pandemic, an additional 10,000 churches downloaded the platform. That's an adjustment. Things changed on that day. When you go through something that is that 
traumatic and crazy, you're going to have the opportunity to learn in faith, to learn in innovation, and to learn in information. We cannot waste the season that we've gone through. Whether your pandemic season was three months or 60 plus weeks, do not waste the opportunity to learn. So one of the things that you need to do is you need to start thinking like a digital czar, okay? What can you do in your church differently than you've ever done before? What can you do to make everything that you do in a physical environment digital? Because the truth is there was a day when people would just show up and come to your lobby and then they'd make the decision if they were gonna show up before they sat down. Now they're making the decision whether they're ever gonna enter the doors of your church by what they see online and what they see on your social media platforms. You have to be innovating in those spaces. The days of a voyeuristic camera in the back of the room that just flips on as the only option for our online platform is probably not a good enough experience for most people to engage with. Do not rob this opportunity to change how evangelism is done. We've sent missionaries all over the world. I grew up as a missionary kid. I'm very thankful for that. But it's time to be a missionary in the digital space. It's time to change the methods of what we do to empower the message of what we do. And if we don't intentionally adjust, we are going to be adjusted. A couple cheap examples for you, okay, is number one, when, when the pandemic started, everybody was doing Instagram lives. Like you could not get on Instagram without seeing your favorite pastors all talking to each other, okay? We've stopped doing that. We've stopped giving that kind of access to the average person. What if we went back to that? What if we stopped thinking about church online platform as the only platform, but, and we used Facebook and Instagram and YouTube the way that we used to? What if we took the core content from a weekend and we chopped it up over the course of the entire week and gave multiple versions of that content to draw people into going back to the YouTube channel and watching the full service or showing up on a weekend or taking a next step or joining our digital online membership course? What if people could join and become a member of your church on Wednesday morning, not just Sunday morning? How crazy would that be? We've got to use creativity as our platform to maximize what we just went through. So the very first thing, you become a digital czar, you start thinking all of those ways. How do we take every meeting, every conversation and make a digital version? Now, nobody wants to go to the digital version of the church picnic, okay? That's probably stretching it too far. But think about how do we take students and always have a student opportunity for people to tune in? How do we take this content and make it a podcast? How do we turn a conversation on leadership into a clubhouse event that we do? Think through, as a digital czar, all of the things that we can do. Okay, the second thing I want you to do is creatively start taking stock. Okay, when most of our churches, we only use the content one time. The truth is, you've got an entire stock of content that is so rich. For the person who's never experienced your church before, they don't know if the sermon clip was from this past weekend or from a year ago. They have no idea. They weren't at either service. Use your content over and over and over again. I call it sawdusting your content. Start thinking through, how do we take this content and replicate it in multiple spaces? How do we make TikToks out of it? How do we make reels out of it? How do we make sermon clips on it? How do we put the entire thing on IGTV? How do we find multiple ways to use creativity and enhance what we're doing? Then don't just stop at social media. How do we take the lesson that we teach the kids 
and make that practical through their lives creatively all week? How do we find ways to text and communicate with our community all through the week when they sign up to give them more and more and more hope? The average person was attending church once every three weeks prior to the pandemic. I don't know if these stats are true or not, but this is what I've read. Now people are coming once every six weeks. And the reason is, is because we taught them that if they get on their phone, they can be part of the community. We've got to be very intentional that we're thinking creatively on how to maximize what we did a year ago to add it to what we're doing today. Because the truth is, it is not either in-person or digital. It is both in-person and digital. They have to be together. We've got to be thinking that way. Um, the third thing that I want you to do creatively, so the first one is to be a digital czar. The second is to make sure you're taking stock of your content. And then the third is I want you to innovate, okay? Now, when you think about the three things that people run to in trauma, faith, creativity, innovation, and information, the truth is as a creative leader in the church, we have all three of those at our fingertips. Where are you and your team not innovating? And innovation doesn't mean we jump online and see what other churches are doing and then replicate it. Innovation is how do we tell our story in a unique way like never before? Whether it's online, whether it's digital, whether it's in a newspaper, whether it's on platform, how are you innovating? How are you building a culture of innovation in your church? When everyone got had to scatter, we saw that creativity got wobbly. How do you start innovating in your environment to allow creativity to be a pillar so that regardless of what happens in the world, we know that creatively we are able to connect to the mission of our church, the message of our church, and the values of our church. And we're able to share those in any way possible. The, the, the best way that I've seen this is a friend of mine in his church. We were having this conversation and he was like, you know what, I'm going to take that and run with it. So you guys have probably seen those big like parchment paper board. I guess it's like butcher paper boards. They hang on the wall to the big roll and you pull it down. And what they started to do is they would every week, every person was responsible to put one idea on this piece of paper. Okay. And they started reviewing it every two weeks. So there'd be, depending on how many people were on their team, they would have all these different ideas and they would just read through and start talking through them. It started giving them brand new, fresh ideas of new ways to do church, new ways to be a creative team, new ways to communicate in between each other. And then when they went into the pandemic, they all couldn't go to that board anymore. So they created a Google sheet that did the exact same thing. And now their Zoom conversations were the same way. How are you innovating in your space to create the most creative environments and cultures possible? I'm going to give you a, a couple of quick ways to foster creativity in your space so that you don't waste what's happened in the last year, okay? We've talked about the digital ones already, but here's some practical application. I say all the time, creativity is muscle, it's not magic. So here's a couple exercises that I want you to do with your team to be creative. The first one is I want you to write down every idea that you have. Anytime you let an idea escape, you've, you've not stewarded it well. Second one is I want you to keep your antenna up, okay? There's ideas everywhere. And when we are not staying in tune to ideas, we are not stewarding them well. When you keep your antenna up all the time, it gives you something to write down, okay? The third one is I want you to scrapbook your ideas. Every time you see something you like, whether it's a video, a song, a link, a picture, whatever, I want you to scrapbook it, put it all in one place and save it. And then once a week with your team, whether it's on Zoom or in person, I want you to do show and tell. 
Every person on your team has to bring one thing. They have to talk about why it inspired them. Some of them will never be able to use in practical application, but some of them we might be able to in how we do church, how we program church, all these things. Guys, that's the first exercise. That's a, the three-part exercise that I want you to do. Second one is I want you to set the tone for the work that you're doing with music. Never allow your environment to be stale. Music is so powerful. It changes the tone and the mood of everything that you do. If you are not creating playlists for the work that you're doing, you're missing the opportunity. Create playlists that are curated to the work that you're doing. So if you're doing something for the student ministry and you're listening to Yanni's greatest hits, that may not be the vibe. Okay. If you're doing something for the the senior adult ministry and you're listening to the baby, that may not be the vibe. I want you to start curating environments musically. Okay. Lighting matters. If I turn my camera on right now and shot this video without all the lights that I have in this room, it would look terrible. Create the lighting in your creative spaces. Be intentional with the lighting in your creative spaces to be a, a something that inspires people, that, that, that brings them energy. Do not allow yourself to get lethargic in, in, in the creation of your spaces. If your spaces aren't creative, you're never going to be able to use that to propel creativity. And you're not going to be able to take the lessons that we've learned over the course of this past year plus and, and move them into what we do in the future. We are at the crossroads today of being able to do church the way we've always done it or the way that God's got it planned for the future. And I know that you as a leader were chosen for this moment to be ready to propel us into that next season. 